Do you want to maximize your success with NCUA? Join Mark Trichel as he shares with you the insider's view on passing your exam with Flying Colors. The With Flying Colors podcast is sponsored by Credit Union Exam Solutions by Mark Trichel. If you would like to work directly with the Credit Union Exam Solutions team and receive support to optimize your results with NCUA so you save time and money, visit us at marktrichel.com to find out more. Hey, Mark Trichel here with another episode of With Flying Colors. I am talking today about NAFQ's letter to NCUA, which outlines 19. Well, some people say 14, but within those 14, there's actually 19 ideas on how NCUA can improve their regulations and or the Federal Credit Union Act. Some of the items NAFQ recommends need changing would require an act change, which, as people say, would take an act of Congress and is not easy or a regulation change, or both. On today's episode, I'm going to speak specifically to the last item, second to last item in their letter, 708A, bank conversions and mergers. And so there's two topics here, bank conversions and mergers, and also mergers of credit units. So in the letter, the NAFQ indicates it appreciates NCUA's efforts through its proposed rule on combination transactions with non-credit unions to provide transparency for transactions where a credit union merges, consolidates, or assumes the liabilities of a bank. The NCUA should work diligently to finalize this important rule. I would agree with that. NAFQ also urges the NCUA to streamline and offer a clear timeline for the approval of such transactions, as well as provide greater flexibility for field of membership requirements for both under this proposed rule and more broadly in its regulations. Such flexibility would afford credit unions opportunities to better serve underserved communities by keeping branches open and offering access to safe, affordable financial products and services. So I'm not sure on the field of membership side if they're saying that as part of the bank acquisition, you should be able to apply for a field of membership proposal or if they should say that there should be changes to how the field membership rules work or both, but it's an interesting concept as far as allowing it at the time of that transaction, I'm guessing that would elongate things. And as NAFQ goes on to state here, they're not happy with how long a bank purchase takes. So making that process longer is not what they're intending here, but that first gas would likely, if it was given, would likely trigger that. So the letter goes on to say, in order to streamline the NCUA's application process, the NCUA should adopt a 30 calendar day notification timeline to acknowledge receipt of a credit union's application providing credit unions and bank transaction partners with certainty that the NCUA's review of the application is ongoing. Additionally, the NCUA should adopt a six-month timeline for review and approval of applications with the potential for several one-month extensions to allow sufficient time for credit unions to collect important financial documents and other required information. So to the best of my knowledge, most regional offices do acknowledge receipt. They're just saying, put that in a regulation. I don't really see a reason why not to. The one-month extensions, obviously, they're trying to keep the pressure on the regions to move timely. And I have seen some instances where this has taken quite a long time, but it's really come down to uh, NCUA asking many, many questions relative to the safety and soundness of said acquisition. The letter goes on to say NAPU recognizes that all combination transactions are not the same, 
and that each transaction may face different obstacles and require different timelines. It is critical that the NCUA keep in mind that all transactions are different and some may require a higher level of review than others. Matter of fact, some of them require NCUA board approval. Speaking of higher approval, it goes all the way to the top on some of them. As such, bright line requirements are not appropriate. However, clear guidelines and expectations for the process are essential. That sounds like a motherhood apple pie in baseball right there, but I'm not sure exactly what they're trying to get at with that last point. I will say that I did a separate podcast on bank acquisitions with Mike Bell of Honigabin. Uh, I would, if you're interested in this topic, I would highly recommend you listen to that podcast. It had a lot of great information about the trends in bank acquisitions, why it's going to continue to grow, other things that are growing as far as like picking up portions of a bank or picking up facilities and things like that that Mike Bell spoke to. One of my favorite podcasts that I've done so far. All right. The second area on this topic is credit union to credit union mergers. And the letter states, NAFQ's member credit unions have expressed frustration with the merger process for credit union to credit union transactions. More specifically, instances where a credit union with a multi-select employee group or SEG charter is a potential merger partner for a credit union with a community charter are particularly fraught. The manual prohibits a community credit union from merging into a multi-seg credit union except in an emergency merger. So in instances where such a transaction is contemplated, the community credit union must convert its charter to a seg in order to merge. And so let me interject here. The manual prohibits it because the Federal Credit Union Act prohibits it. The only time that field of memberships of unlike types, the SEG and the community can join is this, is if it's an emergency. And over my term at NCUA, NCUA broadened the definition of emergency so much so that if NCUA can conclude that the credit union that is merging would fail within 24 months based on their burden rate of their capital and some other things that it will approve it as an emergency merger. So they've made it, in my opinion, very flexible, as flexible as the rules of the Federal Credit Union Act will allow. And that's why that requirement is in the manual. The letter goes on to say this process can be quite extensive and time consuming, sometimes delaying the merger unnecessarily. The NCUA also does not allow for conditional approval of a merger pending the charter change and a positive outcome of the required membership vote. This means that if the membership did not vote in favor of the merger or the merger partner no longer wished to pursue the merger, then the merging credit union would have to potentially again undergo a charter conversion, only further delaying the process and putting the merging credit union at risk. NAFQ asked the NCUA to reevaluate the sequence of its regulatory requirements for credit union to credit union mergers to ease the burden associated with NCUA merger applications and transactions approvals. This potentially has, has some legs. I think the, the sequence if they can work on the sequence where they could approve it, pre-approve it, presuming that uh, everything goes in place. Because I could see someone converting from a community to a SEG so that they could take in a SEG credit union and, oh, by the way, take on low-income credit unions in in, in the meantime, uh, after that happens. And then if the merger falls apart, they wish that they didn't give their community charter package up. So they're NCUA is forcing the credit unions to make a decision that could blow up on them. And I would bet there's a way that NCUA can make this work if they 
if they try. And I bet that the NCUA board and staff decide to try. So this is this is a good suggestion here at the back end. I don't think there's anything NCUA can do relative to the emergency merger side of it, but maybe they can, as as NAFQ suggests, resequence things so that things can maintain some optionality. I guess is the best way to put it. In in my in my words, maintain some optionality for the surviving credit union should things go awry after they start down the path of a potential merger. All right, another great item from NAFQ. I hope you're enjoying the podcast in general and this one in particular. And I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your time. And this is Mark Treichel signing off with Flying Colors. Thank you for joining us on this episode of With Flying Colors. Subscribe on your favorite podcast app to hear future episodes where subject matter experts of all varieties will provide tips on how to achieve success with NCUA. If you would like to learn more about how we assist credit unions, check out our services at marktreichel.com. 